Welcome to another broadcast of Help Relationships 102 with your host, myself, Pastor Lewis Green. It's good to be with you. Before we get too hot and heavy into it, please like us on our Facebook page at Help Relationships 102. All right. We're going to talk about another facet, perhaps the final facet of denial. And we briefly talked about it on yesterday, but I want to delve more deeply into it. For this very issue has, because of undealt with issues, has been responsible for so many stunted growths and so much pain and suffering and sorrow in our lives. Because, you know, the Bible says that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So he says, I put before you this day life and blessing, death and cursing. Choose you this day whom you will serve. And I command you to choose life. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So the words God gives us, keeps us, guides us on the paths of life. And so if the Lord is speaking to deliver me from the paths of death, or to keep me from the paths of death, but it's something that he's saying, I don't want to hear, I'm not ready to hear, I'm not willing to hear. To ignore the unction of his spirit is to do so to my own detriment. And I think we can all safely say, most any hardship or pain and suffering and sorrow and that we have suffered has been because of not knowing what he said, not following God's voice. And most of us, as we talked about on yesterday, the reason we don't follow his voice is because we don't hear his voice. And the reason we don't hear his voice is because we don't want to hear his voice. (laughs) We're in denial. (laughs) We're unwilling to hear what he says. Yet, if God's word says, I put before you this day life and blessing, death and cursing, and I command you to choose life, and life is in his word because we live. So God is trying to deliver us. And the very thing that he's asking of you, that we feel such a liberty and a freedom to harden our hearts and to push that voice away and to push that voice down, we do so at a cost, and often it's at our welfare. It can even be our family's welfare, but we're doing it at our own expense and at our family's expense. And then we cry out to the Lord for help and deliverance, and some of us ask, why? Why? And if we could see within the realm of the Spirit, we would have seen God attempting to deliver us by giving us a word. He sends his word to heal you. God begins to speak to your heart. Now, sometimes we haven't always recognized his voice because it didn't necessarily come in words, but it came in unctions. It came in a sense of. It came in a sense that this is what you should do, and this is what you shouldn't do, and and this is what God wants you to do. It came in a sense of that, and we were unwilling to hear it. We were unwilling to consider it. We were unwilling to listen to it. And so most, if not mostly all, of the hardships that each of us are now enduring is for this very reason. It's for this very reason. The Lord would have his people to understand that when he talks to us and he convicts us, now that's even tougher when you harden yourself against the conviction of the Holy Ghost, when you feel bad about it, but then you refuse to feel bad about it. See, that's God convicting you, trying to save you in that air of your life. But then because we don't like feeling bad, we resist the urge to feel bad, not realizing often that we're resisting God, that the Bible says the Holy Ghost is the one who convicts us of sin. In order to avoid the conviction, now this is not to be confused with condemnation, this is a whole different thing. 
But if we harden our heart against his conviction, again, we do so at our own expense. And so I think a lot of times, too, what we tend to do, one of the primary reasons that we tend to get ourselves in denial or find ourselves in denial is because we don't always know how to deal with a thing. Sometimes, like for example, within the context of your relationship with your spouse or even within your relationship with your kids, and, and sometimes you may see your kids doing something and, and you just don't know what to do. Or some things are going on between you and your spouse and you ignore them because you don't know how to react. You don't know what to say. And so we live in denial. And you, the spouse, the other spouse, will be upset because they want some more input from you. But you don't know what to say. And so you say nothing. And the reason you don't know what to say is because you're struggling with being in denial about what's happening. You know, it does not help to wish you weren't in a situation when you're in it. <laughs> That's the worst thing you can do is when you're in a, a terrible situation, you're in a struggling situation, you're in a situation that you're scuffling and that every decision counts and you need to be there. The worst thing you can do is long to be out of it and is long to not be in the place that you're in. You're not going to be able to successfully deal with it, successfully overcome it, unless you settle down and be present with where you are and deal with it. The being in denial thing, wishing it away, wishing you were somebody else, wishing you were in another body, wishing you were in another life, wishing you were <laughs> you were not in this situation, and, and allowing yourself to, to linger in disbelief and astonishment. And sometimes that could be, some situations could come upon you so much that it's going to take you a minute to adjust. But sometimes we just don't like feeling uncomfortable, and we're so busy struggling to get out of the situation. And even some of the situations that we're in, and we're not in disbelief or astonishment that we're in a situation, but we're just wanting to be out. Maybe the Lord has given you a promise and promised you that He's going to deliver you, and, and maybe you're working towards getting out of a situation. In order to successfully deal with the situation, you have to deal with the situation. You have to become present with where you are and not be in denial about it, longing to be where you're not. In order to deal with it, you have to be present with where you are. Don't long for liberty. You know, the Bible says that it was for the joy set before him that he despised the cross and he endured the same. He had a joy of the after of the result of his labor, of the fruit of his labor. But while going through the whole cross experience, Christ had to be present. He had to be right there in it. He had to drink of this cup, as he says. And child of God, you can drink of the cup. The Lord is saying, don't be afraid to face a situation, but come to him because if he's for you, who can be against you? The Father himself desires to show you just how strong he can move in your behalf. And so don't think that you're in it alone. And being in denial about it is an act of doubt and unbelief in and of itself. The Lord is saying, you've got to turn and deal with it, daughter. You've got to turn and deal with it, son. I know you don't understand what to do and, and you're at the limits of your of your experience. But God says that if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God who will give freely upbraiding not. That word upbraiding means he won't hold your faults against you. He's not going to condemn you. He's going to give you freely the very grace, the very wisdom that you've requested of him. And so the father's saying, stop running from the situation. Some folks are running from God. Stop running from the situation. You're running from what's going on in the house because of a lack of understanding of what to do. Maybe your kids are going crazy and your spouse is going crazy. God is saying to be anxious for nothing. Don't try to harden your heart and be in denial about it. Take that anxiety and in prayer and supplication, make your request known to God.
And what happens is God will give you peace. He'll give you peace. The kind of peace the Bible says that passes all understanding. In other words, it doesn't make sense to have that kind of peace given what you're going through. The Lord is saying, don't worry about what you can't do. And don't be afraid about what you can't do. I want you to focus on me. And God says that if any man lack grace, come boldly before the throne of grace and receive grace and mercy in your time. Need. So the Father says, stop running. You don't have to run. Because if I'm for you, who can be against you? He says, embrace it. Embrace it. Turn and face it. Begin to pray about it. He says, I'll take away the anxiety. He says, cast your cares on the Lord. He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. He says, you don't have to run. He says, I'm with you and I'm for you. It's Christ in you, your hope of glory. It's me in you. I want to do the work. And so for lack of knowing how to deal with things sometimes, we just don't deal with it. Okay, we just don't deal with it. And the Lord is encouraging us to begin the process of praying about it. He doesn't want you jumping in, taking the bull by the horns. He wants you to deal with it within the context of prayer. He wants you to bring that thing to your prayer closet and begin to talk to Him about it. And so that way you won't be in denial and you won't be suffering the destruction, the self-destruction of denial. And God will be pouring out to you His grace and His wisdom and His can-do ability, His power to deal with that very situation. That's right. The Bible says that where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. It doesn't matter how dark it is. God is going to give an abounding grace. He's going to give enough help to deliver you completely out of that situation. Don't you know, daughter? Don't you know, son? Don't you know, child of God, that God desires to deliver you? God wants to deliver you. Don't you know? He's not wanting you to run. You don't have to run. He's He's for you. Jesus is ever living the maker of intercession, seated at the right hand of the Father, and God is moving in you. The only thing you need to do with is deal with it, child of God. Deal with the situation at work. You know, ignoring people is not dealing with it. Distancing yourself from certain personalities is not dealing with it. Because you'll discover no matter how hard and far you run away from a situation, you'll find yourself running right back smack dab into the very thing that you're running from. And so avoidance, ignoring, is not helping. And neither is reacting or overreacting either. Some people, they don't know what to do. And so they try to force their way. They try to make something happen. Whenever you see someone trying to pressure and holler and fuss, it's because they don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, They're trying to pressure things and make things happen the way they want to. No, the Lord doesn't want you to react. You don't have to react is what he's saying. You don't have to react. You don't have to ignore it and, and run and hide from it. But you don't have to overreact and fuss and fight and fart and holler. You don't have to do either of those. The Bible says to be anxious for nothing but by prayer and supplication make your requests known to God. And see, the God of peace, come on now, he'll give you the peace that passes all understanding. He'll give you both wisdom and insight and the power to deal with that thing. He'll show you how to do it. Don't ignore it. Don't live in denial about it. Don't deny it exists. Don't, and I know some folks, their child, they see gay tendencies beginning to bud in their child, in their youth. But they deny it and they ignore it. And remember, whatever you ignore grows, okay? Whatever is not dealt with as a plant is going to have to be dealt with as a full-grown tree. And I always say it's easier to deal with a full-grown tree when it's still a little plantling popping its little head out of the ground. And so some of the tendencies that you see in your kids, God doesn't want you to ignore it. And your kid begins sucking his teeth at you and, and it's disrespectful, but you let it go because he's having a bad day. That's not going to get any worse than that. Let me tell you something. That tree is growing. It'll start off sucking 
sucking his teeth and after a while to be cussing you out. And that's what's happening statistically. That's what's happening in many families. And some kids are even putting their hands on their parent. It started off with a little sucking of the teeth. But you didn't know what to do with it. You didn't want them to think of you as the bad guy or you didn't know how to deal with it. And so you fell into denial about it and you left it undealt with and nurtured it and gave it the power and the authority to grow into the monster that your child has become. And the same thing with your spouse. Right when they start talking to you ugly, right when they start crossing certain boundaries, you got to say something. Don't be in denial about it because you don't want to deal with the confrontation of it. No, begin to talk about it. Confrontational doesn't have to be fussing and hollering. Confrontational can be talking about the thing calmly, coolly, and collectively. And every time they cross the line, to have the discussion with them. It doesn't have to be a big confrontational sort of a thing. But if you let it go, it's going to grow. And if it's grow, you'll be the one who harbored it <laughs> and enabled it. You became in the greenhouse that enabled it to grow. When you saw that weed first stick its ugly head up, you should have dealt with it then, but you fell into denial for lacking knowing what to do. The Lord is saying that if you lack wisdom, if you don't know what to do, the Bible says to trust in the Lord with all the heart. Lean not into your own understanding, and in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. He says, don't lean into your own understanding to trust in him and he'll direct your path he will give you the wisdom he will certainly show you turn left turn right but child of God you got to face it and you've got to deal with it some of you are gaining weight and you're in denial about it you're holding your stomach in and you got your chest out but you're getting fat you got to deal with it now child of God because whatever you don't hurt you're going to harbor okay? whatever you don't stop you're going to harbor it and you'll be the one responsible for nurturing that very weed into your life so the Lord is calling you to come out from denial and turn and begin to face such situations. And the Lord will always faithfully put you in situations that are too big for you. He'll always put you in situations that will require you to lean into Him. So don't think it shocking that, or let it take you by surprise when you're in situations that, that you're uncomfortable with because you don't know how to deal with it. The Father's going to put you in situations that you don't know how to deal with so that you can learn to lean on Him. And so hiding from it is only perpetuating the problem and making it worse. It's harboring something that's not going to help. And God is saying that I have put you in these situations because I'm teaching you to pray. I'm teaching you to pray and obey. I'm teaching you to talk to me about it and let me give you my grace. Let me give you my strength. Let me give you my truth. Let me give you my wisdom. Let me give you my revelation. Let me give you my power and my spirit and let me move on the inside of you. The Lord said, be aware of where you are. Of course you can't deal with it. I've rendered it so, so that you would learn to lean into me, and I would give you the grace and the wisdom to be able to deal with it. God is for you. And what I love about him, that even after, <laughs> even after I've hardened my heart against God, and got myself into a jam, and now I'm trying to bail myself out of the jam, don't you know the Father's still there? The Bible says that if you still lack wisdom, even though you got yourself in a mess, it says, ask of God, and he will give you wisdom freely, upbraiding not. That means he's not going to hold the fault against you. The fact that you ended up in that situation by your own hand, that your disobedience ended you in that, or your rebellion is what put you there. The Lord said he will still freely give you wisdom and not hold any of that against you. Isn't that a gracious God? God is pulling out all the stops. He said you don't have to run from him. You don't have to run from the voice of your conscience. You don't have to run from the conviction. You don't have to run from the situation. But you don't have to charge it and wreck it and holler at it and fuss it and force it and make it happen either. The Father says just come to me and I will give you freely and I won't hold it against you that you put this on yourself that you brought this on yourself I will not hold this against you 
He says that I'm for you. Child of God, don't you hear him saying that? He says, I'm for you. I know it was your fault. Just about everything that's going to happen in your life is because of the decisions that you've made. But God is saying, I'm for you, child of God. I'm for you anyway. I won't hold it against you. You come before my throne of grace and you receive grace and mercy in your time of need. I will give you grace that will deliver you from the situation that you're in. I will deliver your fat from the fire and I will show you the way out. And I will remove the captivity from your neck, the yoke from your neck. I will remove it from you and I will be for you. I know that your son is disrespectful and your daughter is arrogant and you're not sure what to do with them, but not talking to them is not helping. And even though you tried to talk to them and they reject you, don't give up and don't force it either. Go to the Father. He says he'll give you freely his grace. He'll give you freely his wisdom. Go to the Father and begin seeking him and begin asking him and begin praying to him and suddenly you'll find within yourself the wherewithal that came by the simple asking of the Holy Ghost. Don't you know God's got a plan? All the situations that you're leaving undealt with, leaving unresolved. You're only hurting yourself. You're only perpetuating a problem. You're only harboring a problem that's going to grow up and utterly destroy you. Indeed, begin to pray. Some of you say, I don't know what to pray about. Well, pray about all these situations that you're in because God will be giving you His grace. As you pray for God to heal it and resolve it and to fix it, the Lord will give His grace. You know, the Bible says that when a man's ways pleases the Lord, He causes even His enemies to be at peace with Him. Now, guess what? You will find, as you begin to pray for that situation that you're in, even if a person that hates your guts and is after you, even if it happens to be a boss that has authority over you, the Bible says that when a man's ways please the Lord, He causes even enemies to be at peace. And God will give you a favor. He'll give you a grace. But you got to deal with it. And you can't react. You can't flee. And you can't fight. You got to pray. You got to go to the Father. And you got to ask Him. And you've got to ask Him in faith. Not being double-minded. So that He will give you freely, child of God. Some of you don't get this when I talk to you and I tell you that God is going to give you wisdom. Some of you don't get that God actually gives wisdom, that he actually gives insight, that he actually gives understanding. Some of you don't get that. And when I offer these spiritual solutions to these natural problems, when I tell you that God is a good God and that he's real, and he doesn't just give somebody wisdom and doesn't give somebody else wisdom, the Bible says he'll give you wisdom freely and not hold your faults against you, not hold against you the fact that you have dug your own hole you've dug your own grave but God is going to deliver you out of it still and so I cannot drive this home enough that God is real and will help will give you wisdom and some of you have been around long enough to know that once you work it out once you walk it out God will work it out that once you walk it out God will work it out and it will all come out in the wash it will come out a step at a time when all the dust settles you will be fine and so take upon yourself the courage of passion to victories. I like David. David wrote this stuff in Psalms. Because whenever his fat got in the fire, he would begin to go over and remember how God delivered him out of this situation and how God saved him out of that. And so sometimes it may be a good idea to write down what happens. Even this place that many of you are struggling in, write it down in a notebook, but then write down the outcome too. Put a label over it so you can remember it and you can refer to it and then go back after that God resolves the issue, write down what he did you'll discover that most often he'll do it a step at a time. He very rarely does it all in once. He does it a step at a time because he wants me to learn to walk with him. 
So the Lord is saying, don't fight, don't flee, but go to the Father. Don't fight, don't flee, but go to the Father. Don't fight, don't flee, but go to the Father. And he's going to establish something in you. It's going to be the same way with David. As he begins to establish victories in your life, you have more confidence to face bigger situations, bigger problems. It's like David was able to fight Goliath. He had the confidence to face Goliath because God was with him when he faced the lion and the bear. And as you begin to write this stuff down and remember this stuff, it will encourage you. This is how David encouraged himself in the Lord. He wrote stuff down. He remembered. He recanted what happened and how God delivered him. And God wants us to do the same thing. Child of God, aren't you tired of living in denial? Some of you have been stuck in the same cycle for year after year after year. And the Lord is calling you out. He says, I'm with you, but you've got to face it. You've got to deal with it. I'm with you, but you've got to roll up your sleeves and be prepared to deal with it. And know that God is with you in the dealing. You know, speaking of David, I was thinking of one of the areas of denial that it cost David greatly. The whole issue with Absalom and Tamar and Amnon. And what happened was that Amnon raped his half-sister, full sister of Absalom. And Absalom became outraged because his dad didn't do anything. He didn't know how to do He didn't know what to do. And so then Absalom ended up killing Amnon. And then the Bible says that David still ignored him, didn't know what to do. And during that whole time... That little plantling that could have been stopped way back with Tamar when the rape first took place. That now caused so much death. It ripped his kingdom in half. It caused the lives of so many. It grew up as a full-grown tree. And what capped it off is he wanted to go to Absalom. But he didn't know what to say. He didn't know how to deal with it. (laughs) So he didn't. And ultimately, whatever you don't deal with will deal with you. And God is saying, aren't you tired of undealt with demons that are now dealing with you? He said, aren't you weary of the undealt with demons that are now dealing with you? He says, aren't you fatigued of the undealt with demons that are now dealing with you? God is saying that this thing is not over. And just because it's gotten out from under you, you can regain control of the situation with God's grace. And the Lord can give you the wisdom and the grace and the power to exercise that will make all the difference in the world. But child of God, you got to face someone out there is drinking and you're having a hard time admitting that you're an addict you're having a hard time admitting that you're an alcoholic meanwhile that thing is destroying your family meanwhile that thing is destroying you so badly child of god don't you know you know the same thing happened with eli and his sons who who offered up strange fire but he didn't do a thing about them and the whole nation kids got killed because he didn't deal with it when it was still a little plantling and on top of that they lost the ark of the covenant so what happens when you're in denial it tends not to just affect you but those around you it tends to affect your family it tends to affect your wife and your kids it tends to affect your friends if i'm in denial it's going to affect even those folks I wouldn't imagine it would. And so the Lord is calling us, and He's issuing forth His word, and He's welcoming us and say, Come and trust me. Put your faith in me. Give me a chance to help you deal with it. God said, I have all that you need. I am all that you need. And so face it, and not to let ignorance or not knowing how to deal with it determine whether or not you learn to deal with it. But go to the Father in prayer. Remember, don't fight, don't flee, but go to the Father and pray and deal with it there. Confront it there in prayer and watch the Father give you grace and give you wisdom. Watch the Father 
show you a more excellent way. Watch the Father give you the power to do what only He can do. And understand that the situation that's too big for you is supposed to be too big for you. He's going to always put you in situations too big for you so that you can depend upon Him. And so this, as we're nearing the end of this series, I just feel, I sense the, the heart cry of the Father crying out because so many things, so many situations, so many cycles that are being perpetuated for all the wrong reasons. And the solution is right before us. And the ability to come out lives within us. Greater is he that is in us. It's Christ in me, my hope of glory. It's Christ in you, your hope of glory. And so sometimes God will allow there to be a little lull, a time or moment that you don't know what to do because he wants you to put your faith in him during prayer so that he can reveal himself to you and show you what, when, and how. He'll show you what to do, when to do, and how to do it because how many know that God is faithful and that God's got a plan and he's got a plan for you and yours. Now, some of you are in relationship with your spouse, and you've got undealt with sexual issues that you're not wanting to talk about. Child of God, you know God can deal with it. It doesn't matter how crazy it is. It doesn't matter how tough it is. I deal with situations in counseling folks all the time, and some of the stuff that the others doesn't want to talk about because they're in denial about it. It's too sensitive a topic to talk about. Oh, child of God, if you could just talk about it, you'd be surprised what God can do in the middle of it. It whatever part of our lives, whatever part of our lives that we're afraid to deal with, whatever part of our lives, God is asking us to bring it to the table, bring it to the altar, and face it in prayer. Begin the process of facing it in prayer, and let Him begin to grant you His grace. Let Him begin to grant you His wisdom. Let Him begin to grant you His power. Let Him begin to grant you His know-how. Okay? Because God wants to. And so you need to because so much depends upon it. Much of what you're struggling now is a direct result of not dealing with things you don't know how to. But the Father says, come forth, child of God. Come forth because I've got a plan. Well, our time has, has gotten past us. Please like us on our Facebook page at Help Relationships 102. Remembering that there's no exclamation point at the other end of help. Help Relationships 102. So until the next time, may the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This is Pastor Lewis Green wishing you a great afternoon and God bless.